Hello and welcome to the new edition of the podcast of Life Value TV, the podcast for more life value. My name is Stefan Josef and I'm happy that you're listening to my podcast by talking today about why mediocrity often remains instead of exploiting your full personal potential. What challenges have you already mastered? What else do you have planned for your life that you want to achieve? In my opinion, Achieving a better quality of life and more life value in the long term is undoubtedly a desirable goal in life. But why does life remain so bleak and stressful for many people? Hal Elrod explains to us in Miracle Morning that 95% of people spend their lives exposed to a struggle that revolves around mediocrity, with the burning questions, how can mediocrity be overcome? How can the full personal potential be exploited? Below, we will outline the three steps from Miracle Morning that lead out of mediocrity. Anyone who has known me for a long time knows that, in my view, every person has unique talents and abilities that need to be discovered. Step 1. Face reality. Since we are talking about 95% of people here, and this also affects the immediate and wider environment, it is all the more important to set a good example ourselves. This mediocrity has an alarming effect on the following areas. First, physically, for example, through obesity, permanent exhaustion and even a negative energy level. Second, mentally and emotionally, for example, depression is increasingly being combated with prescription drugs. Third, interpersonal. For example, divorce even after decades of marriage. And fourth, financially, for example, not receiving the desired income and living beyond the means. This results in a daily, tiring struggle for success, happiness, fulfillment in love, health and financial prosperity, without ever reaching one's own potential. Step 2. Fathom Mediocrity no one consciously desires adversity in life. Once the reality of the 95% has been accepted, the question arises precisely why only mediocrity is achieved. Obvious is the idea of selling oneself below one's own value. So what does the 5% do differently? How can the problem of mediocrity be solved? Hal Elrod mentions 8 points or approaches in Miracle Morning. First, the rear-view mirror syndrome. The life of our subconscious mind is in the rear-view mirror, which is why 95% of the 50,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day are repetitive. In case of difficulties, exactly one orientation takes place on this rear-view mirror. Second, lack of goal-setting. Generally speaking, this raises the question of the drive to get up day after day. Hal Elrod writes about having found his goal to improve success, freedom and quality of life by defining, simply put, this goal for other people's lives. The goal of life may change if necessary. It is in one's own hands to create one and determine it. Third, isolated view. The common misconception that a decision only affects the moment. When making decisions on sports, projects, food, etc., the bigger picture must also be seen. After all, what is the consequence of postponing, especially 
for getting up late. Fourth, lack of responsibility. At some point in life, it will always be necessary to take responsibility for one's own life. Only through order could we get the development we went through. In order to achieve success and fulfillment, more will be necessary than just partying and letting others clean up afterwards. This also plays into the next point. Fifth, accountability partners. As part of Scott Allen's To The Hard Things First earlier this year, we talked about finding such an accountability partner to counter procrastination. All in all, what is planned should simply be implemented, even if the desire is not there at the moment. You can be sick or just stay in the office for so long that reading or walking is out of the question. Exceptional situations are of course okay, but they must not become repetitive excuses. Six. Mediocre caregivers. What is known as the inner circle is also mentioned by Randy Gage. For example, our behavior is enormously tied to which five people we spend the most time with. These can be different people for different areas of life. For example, how happy and optimistic we feel in our lives depends very much on this. Maybe even an online community with like-minded people is a good idea. Seventh. Lack of personal development. As mentioned last week, the goal is to develop a 10-point personality. Jim Rohn, in particular, has always been an advocate of personal development in order to become the person necessary for a certain success. From my point of view, with the aim of discovering and using his own unique skills. Eighth, Lack of urgency. In my understanding, this is simply to develop the awareness that now is always the best time to change something, to take time for personal development, even if the time may be hard to find at the beginning, get up earlier, etc. Step 3. Make a decision. We have taken up decisions again and again over the course of this year. Without a decision, nothing significant in life will change. As Hal Elrod addresses in Miracle Morning, mediocrity is lived consciously or unconsciously. One day, in my opinion, a certain remorse will appear, with which it will be regretted that all the potential has not been exhausted. The best time is therefore today to make a decision. Robin Sharma, best-selling author, speaks of a very sad life when the true greatness is not recognized to live a life full of energy, love, health, happiness, success and prosperity. Hal Elrod continues with the question in Miracle Morning, Why did you get up this morning? This question is essential because especially for depressed people the morning time is the worst. Be it work-related or through a relationship, there is a fear of it. For me, this means that inevitably a change in life must take place in the direction of one's own dreams, in order to find momentum and worth to get up in the morning. And because the list from Miracle Morning shows from my point of view a special mix of successful early risers, who can still tell us their secret in part, the following people are addressed. Oprah Winfrey, Bill Gates, Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, Albert Einstein and Aristoteles. But getting up earlier means going to bed earlier, right? In my experience, this question has to be considered very individually. Some people actually seem to get by with very little sleep, 
some just seem to be late risers. As far as I know, studies at least partially prove that a minimum level of sleep is necessary for our health. The time frame today is not sufficient to shed light on this. When I observe my own energy level, sleeping before midnight is particularly good for me. Sometimes I already have the feeling at 4 o'clock in the morning that I can get up full of energy, well rested, even though I may have only slept for almost 7 hours. As Hal Elrod notes in Miracle Morning, we should pay attention to what we believe so as not to limit ourselves. As I understand it, the author means that we focus on what we look forward to the next day. Because if you are looking forward to giving a loved one a special treat, what about your energy? Despite all the need to allow ourselves time for rest and regeneration, in my experience we are driven by what burns in our hearts. And when we then use the first hour of the day to develop day by day, then more and more the positive expectations prevail, whereby we regain the experience of feeling energetic and excited when we get up. I'm looking forward to your subscription to my podcast and I invite you to watch my new video on Live Reality TV on Sunday. I wish you a decisive time. All love, Stefan Josef. We'll be right